Good evening, everybody. How are you? This is Pastor Paul, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Real Life Christian Fellowship Church Virtual Bible Study Experience. I pray that you all are having an amazing day so far, that you have enjoyed your day. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. The favor of God is going before you. Man, I am so excited to be back with you once again. We have had a wonderful time with this series out of the book of Daniel, talking about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and their stand that they made for God. I know that this word has been a blessing to you all. Thank you for those of you who have texted and called and just been such a blessing um, of confirmation to me. Um, that I've been hearing from God and sharing a word that has been a blessing to your lives. Um, thank you so much for sharing this out. Uh, in fact, I'm going to ask you right now to go ahead and share this out with your family and your friends. Um, let them know that we're live right now. Uh, if you're on YouTube, on Facebook, go ahead and share this out with family and friends so they can join us. This will be an extension of our family and friends Sunday, all right? This is Sunday Sermon 2.0. Everybody, you know what it is, 2.0. We're coming to get that, 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 that gravy. Uh, we got that biscuit. We're getting that gravy from the Word of God that we had on Sunday. So let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather together again, to share in the Word of God together. Uh, we ask you, Lord God, to pour out of your spirit tonight in a special way. Share your heart with us, Lord God, so that we might know you more fully and understand, Lord God, what your will is more fully. Thank you, Father for the word of God that is so good for us, that is such a blessing to us, God. Lord God, we thank you for your instruction, for your correction, even for your rebuke, God, because we know that your word is good for us, God. We love you so much. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you're smiling today. Amen. Go ahead and smile. Put a smile emoji down in the timeline on YouTube and Facebook. Go ahead and smile because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Let's go to 1 Samuel uh, 2, uh, verse 27 through 30. 1 Samuel 2, verses 27 through 30. Now, we're going to read this in the New Living Translation. So this is 1 Samuel 2, 27 through 30. Here's what it says. One day a man of God came to Eli and gave him this message from the Lord. I revealed myself to your ancestors when they were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt. I chose your ancestor Aaron from among the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer sacrifices on my altar to burn incense, and to wear the priestly vest as he served me. And I assigned the sacrificial offerings to you, priest. So why do you scorn my sacrifices and offerings? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? For you and they have become fat from the best offerings of my people Israel. Therefore, the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I promise that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priest, but I will honor those who honor me, and I will despise those who think lightly 
of me. We want to share with you today from the very powerful and simple topic, living a life of honor, living a life of honor. Before we get started, I want to bring in our special guest, (laughs) Bishop Byron Curry. Come on, everybody, and thank God for Bishop Curry today as he joins us. Hello, Bishop Curry. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm super fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm excited about tonight, man. Um, So happy to be on here with Real Life, my my church family, Uh, be on here with my pastor, uh, so happy to, <laughs> so happy to be on here with my pastor, uh, and I just, uh, man, listen, I'm ready to to get into this word, brother. Man, look, this is uh, this has been a really, really cool um, series that we've been dealing with. I've been talking to you back and forth over the last several weeks about right. what God has been revealing to me about. Um, Daniel, about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you and I bounced a lot of things back and forth, and I thought that this was a fitting way to close out this series, um, was for me and you today to talk about living a life of honor. Yes, yes. Um, I'm so glad that you even um, chose me to be a part of this, because um, one of the things that we have been dealing with also at life in the word is being true, being authentic, being genuine with what you put forth as kingdom. Um, and I think that this is uh, so much needed in the body of Christ that we understand that we have to present honor. Um, we have to present honor. We have to present truth um, and righteousness. What is that? Uh, the Bible said that uh, that acceptable will of God. Um, and, and God honors us with everything that he had. And now we have to show that honor too. And I believe that this is the right topic and right season for this topic. Yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, we've been talking about how these four young men, um, honored God with their lives and with the decisions that they made. And, um, when I was looking for a scripture to sort of encapsulate, um, what we wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across 1 Samuel 2 and 30, and that thing just blew me away. Um, in fact, verse 29, so why do you scorn my sacrifices and offerings? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? Um, and it, it just, it messed me up when I read that because God sent his, this word to Eli because of the sins of his sons right, that he did not right. correct. You know what I'm right, saying? And right. We all know the story of Eli's sons, how they were, you know, uh, you know, taking advantage of the priestly role, taking advantage right. of the women, taking right. advantage of the offerings. And, and Eli uh, was being held accountable because he did not hold them accountable. Right. Now, Bishop, I want, I want everybody to listen to this hard-hitting question, and they're going to see this up on their screen because mm-hmm. um, I want them to hear this. And listen to this hard-hitting question. He asked the question. Here's what God asked. Why do you give your sons more honor than me, than you give me? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? Bishop, that's a question and a half, brother. Um, listen, <laughs> what is God saying here? What, 
what is it that God is saying here? Why did you give your sons more honor than you give me? But pastor, he, pastor, he's saying, why do you give a greater respect to your sons and you greatly esteem them higher than me? Wow. What, what, what is it about them that is greater than me? And, mm-hmm. and, and for God to have to ask someone who he created, I believe in Jeremiah, it says <laughs> that God is the creator of all flesh. Is there anything impossible for him? But he treated his sons like they were gods, treated his sons like they created him and whatever it is that he had consumed in his lifetime. He gave more respect to his children than he gave to God. Even the role and positions that the, the, the young men had in the church, all of this was created and given by the will of God. They yeah. wouldn't have never been able to have that opportunity to do that if it wasn't for God. And so now God has to ask the man that he put in position and in place, that shouldn't have even been a question. <laughs> but he but he came to him. This just again shows to me, Pastor Paul, the sovereignty of our God. Yeah. It shows, you know what I'm saying, the uh the passion, um, uh, the compassion, the love, and this this awesome God we talk about, it shows how much of humbleness that God has himself. And so he asked him this question: what 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 is it? And and it reminds me of this, Pastor Paul, and you you can let me know what you think about this. But it reminds me of something Adam did. Mm. It, it, it reminded me what, what Adam did because the instructions were given to Adam before it was given to Eve. But when Eve was created, here's what he said, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. I'm, I'm calling her woman, okay? And then when the woman messed up and you agreed to that, you, we went and told God it was your problem. <laughs> yeah, you see the what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the, woman, woman, the woman you gave me, the woman you made. So it made me look back at that, that he took, he took more respect in the woman. He had more mm. respect in his wife. He had, he had more of a greater esteem for his wife than he had for his creator and what his creator said. And it seemed like some of the DNA trickle down to, to this man and his sons. You see what wow. I'm saying? Wow. And, and sometimes we can value more of what God gave us instead of continuing to value God. Wow. Wow. You know, Bishop, I was thinking about how uh, sometimes we compromise in order to keep people from being upset with us. Yeah. Um, sometimes we don't hold the standard. And, and that's what I see in, 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 in Eli. I see Eli um, not wanting to offend his sons. Um, but then in not offending his sons, he offended God. And, and that's a problem. So he was more concerned with making his sons angry or upsetting his sons than, than he was with upsetting God. And right. we can never let that be the case, that we're more concerned about somebody else's feelings or, or offending someone else, um, and, and we're not concerned with offending God. Because right. I think Paul says that if I please men, then I can't please God. Um, and, and the both can't be done at the same time. Right. And, and that's right. what I like about these guys. They, they offended the kings um, that were leading them. 
Yes. Uh, they, they did. They offended them uh, and so greatly that these kings tried to take their lives. Right. But what they refused to do, Bishop, was offend God. Yes. And, and I think that's where we have to be. We can't follow Eli's example because Eli's right. example is a bad example. And, and I want to say this, Bishop, uh, you can pick up on this. The people in the world system are not concerned with offending us. Oh, no. Oh no, they 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 want to offend God though. <laughs> yeah, but they're not. And, and I think that we it, it all boils back down to we talked about this a couple of uh, for a few uh, few months. We talked about relationship, and when I see that with with Eli, the, the question I believe that that derived from God and the reason why was is was relationship. Mm-hmm. What has caused our relationship to go sour? What what caused right. our relationship to go to the left? Because you you're now you're questioning my judgment. Ooh, mm. Mm. you you're questioning. I'm I'm telling you, your son's messing up in this place. They're, they're 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 not making the kingdom look good. They're not making your God look good. They're not making you look good. But you're questioning my judgment, and you're putting them above me what's going wrong with the relationship and sometimes we can have too much of a connection to a natural relationship and we lose our spiritual relationship with god come on bishop Mm -hmm. come on yeah 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 because the bible tells us um he says jesus in the new testament jesus says to the woman at the well he says the time will come and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth We can't serve the Lord if we're not in connection and relationship with him in spirit. Right. And so these brothers and what they were doing, the sons of Eli, they had disconnected themselves from the spiritual worship of God in his house. And they polluted it and they were teaching others to do so. That's right. So now God's saying to the man of God saying, hey, I'm going to give you a chance to correct this based on our relationship. Oh, that's, that's right. some good stuff right there. That is good. So that is they good. have already disconnected their relationship with me, but I'm giving you a chance to fix it. It's it's yeah. almost like um Abram and Lot's relationship. You see, mm-hmm. he could have just passed Abram's house and went to Sodom and Gomorrah and destroyed it, but he didn't. He says, Hold on, let me let me pit stop right here and say, based on our relationship, I want you to go ahead, <laughs> I want yeah. you to see what I'm getting ready to do. And, yeah. I, and I think that's the deal right there in that story. And so you, when you're talking about, you can cut me off now because you know I talk. But, <laughs> but the place where you were talking about with, um, you know, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel and them, these brothers were committed to their relationship with God. Yep. And yep. and they, they cared more about the honoring of God than they cared about honoring a physical, natural king. They yeah. already knew who was the king. They already right. knew who was their God. And so these brothers did not hold back. They didn't try to savor their lives. They didn't try to savor things to themselves. They were sold out even to the place where they first got taken over by uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Um, and and, and, and the, the Bible tells us that these brothers remain to be faithful regardless of them having a new king. Regardless of a um, some a Gentile nation coming to take mm-hmm. over them, these brothers still remain to be faithful and honorable to God, and that's what gained them their favor. 
Yeah, absolutely, Bishop. You know, and that's what we want to talk about tonight. We want to talk about honor. Because, I mean, you, we're supposed to give honor to whom honor is due. It's due. But yes. the greatest honor is given to God. The right. greatest honor goes to God and not to man. Yes. And like Bishop said, we can't allow these physical relationships to take precedent, precedence excuse me, over our relationship with God. Right. Um, because it's God, God reminded them, I'm the one that chose your family. Yeah. If it weren't for me, you guys wouldn't even be priests. And so for you to just abuse this the way you did is a problem. And I think that, like you said, the relational part of it is that God was like, I can't believe that you yes. picked honoring your sons over honoring me. That word honor, it means to regard or to treat someone with admiration and respect. It means to regard or to treat with wow. honor, right? Wow. And it means to live up to or fulfill the terms or to honor a commitment. It, and the, some synonyms are integrity, mm -hmm. honesty, uprightness, ethics, morals, and principle, right? This is what these guys had. They had integrity, honesty, uprightness, ethics, morals, and principle. They had a godly principle, Bishop. They were like, I'm sorry, but... I can't bow down to your statue. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. I have to pray to God. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can't, I can't drop my principles. Not for you. Now, King, I appreciate the food. I appreciate the clothes. I appreciate the position, but my allegiance is to God. Yeah. yeah. Listen, listen, your threats at this point, is not going to do anything at this point. Mm -hmm. I, mm. the, the, the Bible says, Jesus says, you wouldn't even have me in captivity, sir, if it wasn't for God. Okay? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, these brothers was not, they were not careful to answer the king in that matter. They were like, right. listen, I already know what you're planning on doing. But the one who that I actually serve, he really has control over my life. I wouldn't be in the in the position that I'm in for you if it wasn't for him. So, <laughs> so, so these these brothers were honoring God with their life because their yep. life was on the line. Okay, can on we the bring line. that on the can line? We, can we bring that home today, Pastor? Our yes, lives are on the line, and we put them on the line every day and we honor God because there are situations and circumstances of life that is unstoppable okay these things mm -hmm. you ain't gonna you ain't gonna bob and weave from you're not gonna some of these things you just gonna have to go through you're not gonna run through it you're not gonna fly through it D David put it this way yay do I walk Okay, all right. He didn't say I ran. <laughs> and that's yes, what that's what Satan wants us to concentrate on on a on a quick turnaround. He wants mm. us to get those suddenlies and those quicks all the time. But no, there are some things God wants us to walk through, not just for the behalf of us, but our enemies. God's right. enemies need to know right. who he is covering, who he is for, who is he, he's blessing, his hand and favor Hallelujah. is on. So he said, I don't want you to walk through this. Well, I, I don't want you to run through this. I want you to walk through this. 
Yep. I want you to see my favor. I want you to experience my favor, but I want your enemies to see what you're working with. Good God almighty. Because Hallelujah. you know what, Bishop? After you come through the valley of the shadow of death, I believe that the scripture said he prepareth a table. Yes, sir. Glory to God. Me in the yes, presence yes, sir. of who? Huh? My enemy. They're watching. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And Follow you know me what, to the Bishop? table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You know what? <laughs> Bishop, Bishop Curry and I would like to say to everybody right now who's sitting at that table that the Lord prepared, go ahead and eat. Yes, sir. Yes, go sir. ahead and eat. Go ahead and receive the blessings that God has bestowed upon you because Come your on, enemies sir. can't do nothing but watch you. Bishop, in each case, when the king wanted to do something to these guys, the king saw who the real king was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. They saw who was really in charge. Oh, yeah, my yes, God. Yeah, yes, my sir. God. Yes, sir. Yes. Lord, have one, mercy. One, he showed who the real lion is, the real lion of Judah, because he told <laughs> all the rest of the lions, close your mouth until the night over. I'll feed you after this. Oh, I hey. need somebody to say the Lord going to feed them after this. <laughs> They're supposed to be eating on you, but God said, no, nah, I'm going to feed them after this. <laughs> Glory to God. Preach, Bishop. The, the, the second king, the second king got the opportunity to see God as the consuming fire. Okay, yes, ain't sir. nobody gonna say nothing. Because when he threw the boys in there, the Bible said burnt up the ones who was throwing them in there. Then it turned around and the Bible said a man looking there and said, Hold on a second, we threw three of them in there. But I see a fourth man in there. You saw the consuming fire. That's what you saw. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you know, and you know who he looked like, right? What that what what he look like? What he the look like? Son sir? of God, <laughs> the Son of God, Bishop, Bishop, honoring God. Yeah. Every and, and listen, I got to go back to this. God says to to Sam, to, not to Samuel, to Eli. He says to Samuel, "I will honor those who honor me." Come on, sir. This is the promise of God. This is the principle that I want us all to stand on. Yes. If we honor God. God will honor us. We can stand on that principle, y'all. Now, he says, and I will despise those who think lightly of me. We don't want to be in that position. No. We don't no. want to put ourselves in the position to where God is saying, you know what? I'm going to let you fall. I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to cover you because no. you think lightly of me. You're putting no. the popularity that you get from people. You're putting your comfort. You're putting on, money. You're yes. putting a, an opportunity. Come yes. on, you're putting all of that stuff ahead of me. Now, here's what the scripture says in the New Testament, right? Talking about honoring God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and Come all on. of his righteousness. And Come then on, all sir. of these things, houses, promotion. Come on, relationships. All Come this on, stuff sir. will be added, added under you. Look at how God added to them boys. Every time they honored God, they got a promotion. Yes, sir. But but it was on the other side of through, Bishop. It, ex exactly. You oh, God. don't have to stand when it don't look popular, when it don't feel right. It feels funny. It looks like you're the one that's going to have the bad end of the stick. You oh. got to keep standing. The scriptures say, stand when you're done all the stand. Stand there for. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You got to know when you're doing what you're doing, it's not in vain. You yes. got to stand knowing that God is going to work this thing. All things. Good God Almighty. Yes, Work sir. Together for the good of them who love the Lord and are the call. Good. 
You better know you the the code. Uh, he just ain't just called no. I'm the code. Get the automatic. Listen, Bishop. sir. <laughs> Bishop, you got me over here using my tongue. Oh my goodness, the code. D call. Listen, God is not going to send you into something that he's not fully aware of and wow. he's not going to give you the provision for. I, mm. It was so funny in the New Testament when the Lord, when I read the scripture, the thing messed me up, sir. It says, I'm sending you as sheep among wolves. Okay, hold on yep. a second, God. Pump the brakes. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Why I got to be a sheep? You're going to send me in there with some wolves. You know they eat sheep, right? <laughs> you, you, you know we lunch. You know what I'm saying? We that good old snack. We go, <laughs> but he says I'm sending you in there. There is that's that's the part right there we need to understand. He's sending us in there. So if he's sending us in there, he knows the outcome. He knows it. He got it. He got it, Bishop. Sunday. It's so amazing that you say what you said about the fact that it's all going to work for us, right? For those yes, who are called according to his purpose, Sunday, we we finished off the sermon and we celebrated with this fact. When it looks like we're losing, we're winning. Yes. When yes, it sir. looks like we're losing. Yes, sir. We're yes, actually sir. winning. Somebody type that in the timeline today. Oh, when it looks like God. I'm losing, I'm, I'm winning. winning. Bishop. It looked like Daniel was losing when they put him in the lion's den. Yes. It looked like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was losing when they were thrown into the fiery furnace. It looked like all four of them was losing when they were eating vegetables while everybody else was eating the king's meat. But boy, they Man. were actually winning, Bishop. And I yes. think we, we have to remember, as we're honoring God, God mm. is honoring us. Yeah, at the same time, Pastor. At the same time. At the same time. He honors us. Listen, with, with great respect and regard. Now, see, back in Jesus' day, the Bible said God just came out of the clouds, out of the heavens, and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He he, he announced him, you know what I'm saying, audibly. Yeah. But yep. every time God brings us out of something, he's acknowledging us. He allowed the enemy to believe that he actually got us, and then he pulls us out. Yep. Hello, somebody. Yep. God shows the enemy who is on our side every time. It may mm. look like it ain't going to work in your favor. It may look like it's not going to fall in, in your hands. But God says, if you keep doing what I see you doing for me and honoring me in hostile territory. If you, mm. keep, oh God, help me. If mm. you keep honoring me in dysfunctionalness, if you keep honoring me in chaoticness, I'm going to show you what I'm working with, sir. Yeah. I'm going to show you what I'm working with, ma'am. I'm going to bring you out with great honor. I'm going to make sure that you sitting on that hill and you cannot be hidden. Good my, God. My, 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 Good my, God my. They tried to hide you. Yes, they did. They tried to bury you. Yes, they did. They tried to act like you wasn't nowhere uh, to be seen. But the Bible said God will take you and put you on a hill. Oh, my, my God. My, from my, Zion. My. Oh, yes, sir. Lord, yes, sir. have mercy, Jesus. Yes, sir. See, that's the power, man, of God. Like, you know, it, we, we talked about a week or so ago about how this culture is changing around us. But yes. I want you all to see the incentive 
to do this thing God's way. Yeah. The incentive not to collapse under the pressure that this world system is putting on us to make compromises. Elder oh, Smith said God. two weeks ago, don't lower your standard. No. Don't lower your standard. God's no. got you. Yes, God's sir. got you. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art God with, with me. God's going to honor you. You're going to end up at that table. You're yes, going to end up at that place of celebration, yes, or at sir. that place of provision, at that yes, place sir. of overflow. Yeah. That place of overflow. You're going to end up there if you continue to honor God, because God is not a man oh! that He should lie, nor the Son sir. of Man that He should repent. Hath God said it? Said and it? Shall He not perform it? Come if on, God sir. said, if God said, if you honor me. I'll honor you. He meant that thing. Yes, he did. Yes, he but li- listen, Pastor. When you were saying that God brought back to my remembrance about Jesus, and this is why it's so important that we follow Jesus. I mean, it's so very vital that we follow Jesus. He says, Was Jesus not in the middle of everything the disciples were in? Yes, he was. He said, When they were hungry, wasn't he hungry? Mm. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. When they were afflicted, wasn't he afflicted? Mm. He was in the same place. The difference was is, is that God gave him provisions to change whatever state was there. Whatever situation was there, God was there to honor them and bring them out of every situation. This is why Lord, This is why it doesn't matter what's going on in our world right now. It doesn't matter how things change, twist, turn, shift. God says, out of all of this, I've made a way of escape for you. Good yes. God Almighty. Yes. You're going to escape every situation that comes in your life. Listen, he wouldn't have said weeping may endure for a night if we weren't uh-huh. going to have some. But he said, joy. I also told you, joy <laughs> is coming in the morning, sir. And my, that's what we my. need to keep our focus on. Our joy coming in the morning. Yes, yes, you might be struggling with something right now. Yes, something might be problematic for you right now. But keep looking for the joy in the morning because yes. God will not say something he won't honor. If you yes. honor him mm. in the midst of it, he'll honor you. Yes, he will. Yes, sir. I heard two things while you were speaking, Bishop. Man, I listened to everything you said. Number one, he's the difference maker. Yeah. He's the yes, difference sir. maker. In every situation, in that boat, when the storm was raging, when they were in the middle of the desert with some fish and some loads, Jesus pastor. is the difference maker. Yeah. If you got the difference maker on your team, then you're going to be all right. Yeah. Here's what the scripture says. If it had not been the Lord, Oh, who was on our side? We would have been consumed. Yes, I'm gonna tell you something. He's on your side because he yes, promised sir. to never leave you, nor forsake you. Nor sir. forsake you. God is on our side. Somebody yeah. touch yourself tonight and say, God is on God's on my, my side. side. Oh Listen, my God, Bishop. We 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 can't stay here all day. I wish we could. Ooh, Lord, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but before we go, we want to talk about the areas of honor. Yes, sir. We want to talk about the areas of honor. Yes, okay? sir. And there are three areas of honor that Bishop and I talked about yesterday. Yeah. Um, this thing got so good to us yesterday, I had to pull my car over. I had to pull over in a, in a gas station. Here they are. Lifestyle, work mm. ethic, and attitude. These are the three areas of honor that we're going to talk about tonight. They're not all of them, but these are three of them. Lifestyle, 
work ethic and attitude. Now, mm. lifestyle is the relationship between us and God. Yes. That's what lifestyle is, the relationship yes. between us and God. Yes. Work ethic is the relationship between us and our current assignment, mm. which means we're supposed to do our best. Mm. And then attitude is the relationship between us and the season of life we are currently in, being our best. And you know what? Attitude really does determine altitude. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to just slide out my chair on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bishop, let's talk about lifestyle. Yes, sir. The relationship between us and God, right? Mm-hmm. How important is that? It's very important, sir, because one of the things is, is that God is not going to say something that he's going to lie about. Our, mm. our original state is supposed to be looking like him. And this is what mm. he's been working with and working towards since the beginning of time. He said, mm. let us make man in our own image and our own likeness. Well, yeah. when man could not do what God wanted him to do in it, to do initially, then this is why Christ came to put us back on yep. track. But yep. Jesus Christ and his father and the Holy Spirit was in this conference together. And so when things started fouling up and going to the wrong way, then here comes Jesus coming to start putting things back into perspective. Back in order, now, yeah. once he put things back into perspective, then we find that the Holy Spirit became the uh, adhesive glue. He was the mm. one that made things stick and stay together until the Lord finished making that place in heaven where we're wow. supposed to be going. So <laughs> relationship is is the key because God is still watching. I, I want everybody to understand on this live that God is still watching. He was watching Jesus when he came to put things back on track. He's watching the Holy Ghost lead us and guide us into what was already said to us that we needed to keep going and doing far as the business is concerned. But it makes us look like Jesus, which Jesus was looking like his father. Me and my Mm. father are one. And so he says, if we are in him, the reason why we are new creatures is because now we look like a dad. Oh, so relationship is 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 key because god won't even pass paul i'm gonna say this and we gonna move on i i found out in scripture that the lord won't even operate off or fool up with us if we're not keeping the commandments like we're supposed to with the lord with jesus mm. jesus says if you keep my words and my words abide in you he said my father will love you and mm-hmm. i will love you and we will make we will our board Okay, and he will start working what needs to happen. But when we get out of the will of God and we start doing the Eli's son stuff, Mm. we are we are in in jeopardy of cutting not only us off, but our generational line behind us. They won't even have a chance, sir. Yeah. Abide in me and I'll abide in you. Right. Exactly. So relationship is key. It is, Bishop, and we have to see it as a relationship thing. God was speaking to Eli out of a place of relationship. He exactly. was like, I thought we were I thought we were closer than that. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm watching and I'm seeing that you're putting other people ahead of me. And mm-hmm. so God does not want anything. He said, you, should, you should, can't have another God before me. You can't exactly. put anybody before me. So relationship is key, man. We, we yes. got to remember that if we love God, if we love him, we'll keep his commandments. That's what he said. That's he said, what he why do you say you love me and you don't do the things that I tell you? you about so to make for me shout, him, sir. obedience is so key. Because think about it, Bishop. If you love somebody, you won't do something that'll hurt them. 
No. If you really love them, you can't do something to hurt somebody, then turn exactly. around and say, I love you. It doesn't work that way. So if we mm-hmm. really love God, if we're in relationship with God, we want to honor him, right? The scripture exactly. says, honor your mother and your father. If you love your mom and dad, you're supposed to honor them. That's a, that's a, it's an extension of our love yes. to honor God. And so work ethic, Bishop, work yes. ethic, the relationship between us and our current assignment, which means wherever we're stationed, we're supposed to do our best, Bishop. We're supposed to do our best and we need to be genuine with what we do. Amen. There should, there should not be any isms and schisms. One of the things that Jesus uh, taught us um, is make sure that your mind is in the right place, your heart is in the right place, because the Bible said when he came, he was about his father's business. The, That's right. the, the thing we need to answer is, is who business is it? Amen. Because sometimes we can get out of place and we, we start trying to make the business ours Amen. and not keep this thing the way God wanted it to be. So we have to, to be able to do business and do business well. That's what Jesus yeah. did. He yeah. stayed current to his assignment. He didn't veer to the left or to the right. He stayed yeah. single in what his job was. And if anyone tried to take him off that, I seen Jesus uh, Jesus uh, 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 disappeared out of the scene uh, at, at one time when these ones tried yep. to make him a king. Yep. He got through feeding them. No yep. boys, he, he perceived they was going to make him a king. Boy, yep. Jesus got ghosts. Jesus was he like, did. that's not my assignment. Yep. <laughs> that's not yep. my assignment. And some of us need to have that kind of mindset to be like, hold on a second. I perceive y'all trying to put me somewhere where I don't supposed to be. Yep. You're trying to give yep. me something I don't supposed to be doing. And we yep. need to know how to vacate ourselves and, and keep the charge that God gave us. Because Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, my kingdom is some is up in the heavens. Man, you know, be, doing our best, Bishop, you know, what I noticed about these guys is that they were promotable. Mm-hmm. We have to be promotable. That's some people right want there. promotion, but they're not promotable. Right. right? You understand? Right. They, they've not worked. Their, their, their work ethic, they've not done their best in the position right. that they're in. So right. why would somebody trust you? with a job that's higher than the one that you have if you're not doing your best at the job that you're in, right? It, yes. So yes. that's the that's the the attitude that they had. These guys, they were they were hard workers. They worked diligently uh, yes. toward their task. You mentioned it. Jesus said, I got to be about my father's business. And that's exactly what he was about. In fact, here's our scripture for the day. Um, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not as unto men, as men pleases. Yeah. Everything we do, we're doing for God. So guess what? If you're on a job where the people don't appreciate what you do, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Do your work as unto the Lord. Right. Can because I, the scripture I, says that your, your, your labor is not in vain. N- nothing you do, do in the Lord is in vain. I want to just uh, piggyback on what you're saying and throw this in here. The Bible said Daniel did what he did with an excellent spirit. How yep. is your spirit? You got to check your Amen. spirit. You got to check the motive of your spirit. When you go to do what you do, you if you're doing it unto the Lord, you bound to put forth a excellent work. You, yep. you, your, your work is bound to be seen by somebody else. And you don't, I really truly believe, Pastor Paul, that you don't even try hard. When you when you're hmm. doing this, <laughs> yep. 
when you when you're doing this genuinely and your work ethic shows when you know what you're supposed to do one yep. one person that I, I can really actually put out well two people i can put out here uh, uh pastor leslie and, and and pastor erica okay when they do stuff they, they they work ethics tell that they enjoy what they're doing they like what they're doing and it seems effortless we look at we look at them and say man shoot boy they, that's a lot of hard work but to them oh no that ain't hard work i love what i do and it mm. shows to people. Wow. And when wow. you're doing what you're doing, what the Bible says in the Psalms, delight yourself in the Lord. When you delight in yourself in the Lord, your work ethics going to shine through because Hallelujah. this is what you're, you're assigned to do for him. And your job is to please him. So when Hallelujah. you're doing that, your work ethics going to shine through, brother. Hallelujah. You know what? The Holy Spirit just spoke this to me. You are on assignment. You are on assignment. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were on assignment. Daniel was on assignment. Joseph was on assignment. Yes. It took, it took some. It took some bad. Some bad stuff happened, but they were on assignment. God yes. was placing them. They were strategically placed by God where they were. Yes. And so wherever we're working, we got to remember God's got a kingdom agenda. We're kingdom citizens. Yes. And God is working a kingdom agenda and God does not plant us where we are for nothing. No, he no. plants us where he plants us with a purpose. And yes. that's what we have to remember that I am here with a kingdom purpose. I have a kingdom mindset. I have a kingdom agenda, which leads us to our last uh, area of honor. Attitude. Attitude is the relationship between <laughs> us and the season of life that we are currently in. Oh. This is us being our best because attitude really does determine altitude. Go ahead, Bishop. I see you. I see you. Brother. Oh. Oh, we got to be so ever careful with this because when you're talking about attitude, he's not telling you to look at this thing with your attitude. There was an attitude that was given to us. If you look at in Philippians chapter two, Come verse on. five, the, the King James says, let this mind be in you. That was also mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. But it talks about in the NLT, it talks about the attitude. Let mm. this attitude be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Because if we try to handle this stuff in our world system and the way things is with our attitude, oh, brother, you know how our attitude is. Man, I ain't yep. got time for that. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you going to get an attitude. You're going to get an attitude. <laughs> I, now I'm going to have to stay in basketball. I know, I know, I know that, that we might, this might not be the right way to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. We can't go to, we can't approach this stuff with that funky attitude. <laughs> no, no, <but> what, <laughs> let me start let me, with the bad attitude. Let me clean it up. Let me clean it up. Let me clean it up with the bad attitude. Let me clean it up. With up. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. No, I'm sorry, y'all. We can't we can't approach this thing with a bad attitude. We can't wow. because most of our attitudes come from our feelings, brother. Whoa. Our attitude Whoa. comes from our feelings. Talk okay? about that, Bishop. We can't we can't address matters and situations in our lives because we respond fleshly. We respond from our own emotions. Jesus wow. was responding from the word. Oh. The, the scripture yes, says sir. 
in Matthew, he says when he was approaching the enemy, he was approaching Satan, Satan approached him. He says, listen, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So my brother, when we approach life circumstances, we don't approach it with our emotions and feelings. We got to approach this thing by the word. Wasn't the world framed by the word? It was. Oh, so Hebrew says. So that means the world is only going to respond to uh, the word. Good God Almighty. Bishop, Bishop, listen, the thing about seasons that we have to remember is that seasons pass. Yes. It's, it's summer now. Yes. But it's going to be fall in just a few days. Yes. So a season is not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And what we got to be careful of is that we don't mess up our coming season with a bad attitude in our current season. Because there is a season that is coming. Yes, sir. And we're going to move out of the season that is current. Come on, sir. We got to have the right attitude in what's current so we'll be ready for what's coming. Because we'll mess that up if our attitude is bad. Think about it. In every case, Joseph had a good attitude. Yes, sir. The, the Hebrew boys had a good attitude. Yes, sir. Daniel had a good attitude. Yes, sir. And each time they were promoted. Remember, they made themselves promotable. Yeah. If they had a bad attitude, if Daniel had a bad attitude, do you think that that man would have let him have those fruit and vegetables? No, sir. No, no sir. he would have turned him down. No. Yes, sir. Why, why would this man put his life on the line for somebody with a bad attitude? So, Bishop, we said this Sunday, don't mess around and mess up and sabotage your potential favor. Listen, and you can't blame that on nobody else because it's it's your choice. At the end of the day, it is the choice of each and every individual who has to address their issue. The Bible says every man is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account for every deed they do or every work they do within their flesh. So we can't blame somebody for us sabotaging our own potential and being able to do something that God assigned us to do. We talked about assignment. Can I interject, Bishop? Not only can we not blame somebody, we also can't blame the situation. Come on, sir. Because we got power. He, this is what he said, Pastor. He says, I have given you power. Yes. I was just yes. sharing with my wife today. It was just so funny today. I said, <clears throat> God assigns us to do something, right? And we don't do it. Then we ask him to forgive us for what we don't do. And then he said, then we want him to, we, we want to we have all of this power later. And he says, wait a minute, how are you going to, how you going to tell me to forgive you for something that you just defiantly didn't do? Watch this, Pastor Paul, now. And then you want to turn around. You want to cast. I gave you power to cast out devils. I gave you the power to tread over scorpions. I gave you the power to tread over the serpent. Watch this, Pastor Paul. Then he turns around and he says, but didn't I give you power over you first before I gave you power over the enemy? Oh, my. Oh, okay. my. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, my. 
Then Paul, Paul keeps saying stuff like this. I got to mortify the deeds of my flesh. I got to crucify my flesh. So, so he gave us power. So when we're looking at this thing, Pastor Paul, we have to be mindful that we got to have the right attitude and we can have the right attitude if we want to. That's the thing. We got to humble ourselves in presenting yep. the right attitude. We yep. got we to gotta humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Who hands mighty? God's hands might. God's hand is mighty. Bishop, man, this has been so good. Everybody remember these three areas of honor. Yes. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. It's the relationship between us and God. That's what our lifestyle is. Yeah. It represents that to the world. Our work ethic. Yeah. That's the relationship between us and our current assignment. Mm-hmm. Where God has planted us, where he has placed us. That also shows the world how uh, how wonderful our relationship with, with God is. And then attitude. Yeah. It's the relationship between us and the season of life that we're currently in. We have to have a good attitude about it. Yeah. We have to be able to see God in it. The Hebrew boys, Daniel, and even Joseph were all in situations that they did not choose to be in. I'm sure that they would have preferred to be to have been in better situations than they were right, in. Right. But they made the best out of the situation. And they all were blessed. Yeah, Why? Yes. Because they honored God in their lifestyle, their work ethic, and their attitude. So mm-hmm. I want to share a couple of nuggets with you before we go. Um, one of the things I liked about Daniel is that he requested Bishop not to defile himself with the king's beat. I want to encourage you to not make demands of people you need to make requests from. Make sure, make sure that you don't make demands of people that you need to make requests from. There are some people you don't need to demand. Mm -mm. You need to request. Mm -hmm. And when we go to people in the right spirit, God will give us favor with that person. Let's keep that in mind. The second thing is, it's not just what we do, but how we do it. Right. Very important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Because we can do the right thing the wrong way. Wrong way. Yes, sir. And yes, then sir. finally, this is my favorite. Your approach will determine your outcome. Mm-hmm. Your yes, approach sir. will determine, determine your, your outcome. outcome. If we want Daniel's outcome, we're going to have to take Daniel's approach. We're going to have to move in the spirit and the wisdom of God so that we can receive the favor of God. Listen, tonight and every day of our lives, we are living a life of honor. Yes, That's what we're doing. We're honoring God with our lives. And God has promised that if we honor him, he will honor us. 